beginning of Act Two. See her like jumping to the table, yeah. and like you said, changing a little bit. It's perfect. So yep. it's like she's singing with herself. Yep. Faster and faster. And like, yeah, like this would take skill. Yeah, this would take real skill, especially if you're being as dexterous as you are. Even, I was like, I can even see you like dancing on people's heads out of 35, you know? Yeah. But a little bit of that. The teeth the guy is totally <laughs> into it. Yep. Mm-hmm. And he begins to make like cast on. <laughs> Like, like it's that's one of those performances that's so good halfway that, through you chug a whiskey sour so you're floating on people's heads <laughs> it's one of performances that are so good that other people start like whoa the remix it's doing that thing it does sometimes. hey google hey, he's dying please stop I paused it no. you google that's me choking <laughs> oh no <laughs> Guys, shut up! She already finished her performance. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it was one of those performances where the the people in the the tavern want to like participate, so they mm-hmm. start like you know like casting like spells, like like the light canter, dancing lights begins mm-hmm. to come around and float around, kind of like each of them like a, like a miniature drift globe floating around and some digitation is done um, the bartender is throwing out his own shit and as people come up like you know I'll get on a drink I'll get a drink he's mixing drinks and he'll throw out a little like sparkle and all that stuff so it's one of those things that really just gets everybody super super into it while nice. Annie is playing and having very very fine drink from a flask delivered to her by a dog the best thing that Annie would ever want um <laughs> What are you guys up to during this time? You see, there's the TV playing, the happen, there's all these people here. There's there's two people at the bar on this on the very very end of it. You guys are kind of right there in the dead dead center by this big wooden dragon maw. Um, the people up on the on the balcony watching her perform everything else. The two people right here are engaged in what can only be a drinking contest based on the fact that um, there's a bottle in between them, and then one of them will come and pour two hefty pours, and then they'll both drink, and then they'll look at each other. All right, one more, <laughs> one more. I think paid for the bottle clearly, and now it's a who's paying for the next one sort of mm-hmm. game here. There's some big motherfucker. Um, ooh, arm wrestling with that female dwarf with the pickaxe who has one hand on her coin purse the whole time. The other one she's got the upper hand on him, literally. Um, and then there's folks play, playing cards and shaking uh, dice. Otherwise, there's the stairs up to the balcony and your room. Place is getting a little bit more packed now that it's um, definitely dinner time. This place is not, it's not so much a food place, not so much a sleeping place either. It's definitely more of an entertainment place. And you can clearly tell that it is designed on the inside to remind you 
it, it's tailored toward adventurers, right? Mm -hmm. It's definitely tailored to this place to make you feel more at home rather than the stuffy white walled, you know. That's why it's not built into any wall. It's a completely separate wooden structure. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. So you guys are free to do whatever you want while Annie is playing. Uh-huh. Well, that's interesting. Do I see around the house uh, Galanda's symbol around? Good question. Make an investigation check if you're investigating around trying to I'm find I'm investigating. I can't roll shit. <laughs> can't roll shit. It's a four. I'm glad. Still not bad. It's seven. It's bad. I'm gonna I'm gonna roll something higher. There we go. There you go. Who's that too? Me. You and your mom? Uh, Amy and My grandma fell. Broke her hip. Oh. Okay. Your she car, your sister's car was stolen. Your grandma just fell and broke her head. Your internet's out. The greatest travesty. I know. I know hardship. Yeah, you do. Now that sucks. How can you even watch <laughs> Netflix? <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Well, Seven. Let's, let's do what we can to plug yep. through. Plug through here. Deal with the rest of the world afterwards. Um, you rolled a seven total. Seven total. Seven. Total. I rolled a three plus four. You don't see one. Mm-hmm. All right. Atreus. Someday. Someday no. we'll roll a number. No. It's not okay. that day. So what do you think our next move should be? Well, I think Annie's doing the next phase of the plan, which is to garner attention. So, for tomorrow's escapades, bounce, gamblings, I don't know. So, unless we want to Make start making names of ourselves as high rollers here tonight, <laughs> which is something I'm not comfortable doing. But to <coughs> me, I ain't looking to work. Yes. <clears throat> so we're just along for the ride then. Potentially, at least at this point, I think we should, you know, enjoy ourselves, rest up for our bout will probably be the battle that day tomorrow. <laughs> the person to your right just vomits as as which is enough distraction yeah. for the big guy for the the dwarven woman to just <laughs> smash his arm down so one quick succession there's a vomit and a smash and two one groan one roar of defiance and get out of your pip squeak next one up unless you want to put on my slaps down some coin for the next bottle I, I really, I really, I really don't. I do though, but no, I don't. Mm -hmm. Hang on, chase your dreams, follow your bliss. It's a little fortune cookie. Take her arm. Shit. This place is full of hard guys. That's what Flood says in your, in your head. Oh, no. okay. <laughs> this place is full of hard guys. Oh. Oh, it's not. Oh, it's oh. the hard okay. guys. Now you. What, what the hell would we do with our arm? <laughs> Can you like a smoothie? She couldn't wrestle anymore with it. <coughs> Someone's just drinking from like a dog. <coughs> it's, it's a crazy place. That yeah, is a crazy place. Yeah. No, I mean, I don't really have anything. Okay, if you guys just want to chill, let Annie perform and have mm -hmm. drinks, whatever else. Um, if you want to, you can buy these things. Marcus will, will explain that um, the drinks here are all so, so fine because they are magically imbued. 
Kui created. They're magically imbued. Very simple enchantments on th these ones here, but more elaborate ones come at a heftier price, but you can carry them with you, pop them open, they have a greater effect. Mm -hmm. hmm. I would be curious about the Goodberry one, just like Huma. I'd be interested in a lot of them, my friend. Also, who you like for the race tomorrow? Race tomorrow? Well, I'm partial to the Griffin, though perhaps that's only because he wins so much. And <laughs> I like I like to keep keep my mind where it makes the most sense. Not much one for gambling myself. But they say that the Griffin is the is the the, the top ranked. Right now, the Pegasus close on its heels, mm -hmm. with the well, of course, Wyvern of a uh, third. <coughs> are, you mm -hmm. are you familiar with, with the race? I, I know it's not your first time in, in the city. It's your first time here. What is it? I can't remember now. I have no fucking clue. No, I shouldn't have said that. No clue about this race. Can no. I have another drink? Absolutely. Which one would you like? The I'm still waiting shine. on that Bloody Maryland. Ah, uh, no, he's going to hand the bubbles over to you. Okay. Did that one do anything when I drank it, I guess? Okay. Just normal, nothing special about that one at all. Then I'm going to have a couple more Ginnies. Those were cheap. And I'm going to have one of those eyeball things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he is more than happy to have you sit there. He'll he'll tell you all about the race, if you would like to know. I would. About it. I'm also going to the thing after it. So mark down. If you mark me down... Um, the normal drinks here are still just like five silver. So let's say mm. just must mark off two gold in normal drinks. Gotcha. Um, but Where did I it? with the other stuff, you've gotten. I already took off most. Of them. <coughs> I took it off as I went, so like I only need to add one more. So gin and, gin and tonic and another. And the shifter's shine is five, so thirteen total more. Perfect. Right now. Okay. So I'll just take that off my actual gold. As you drink the shifter shine and the the eyeball goes down, your wind still going through your your hair and, and your cloak from the gin and tonic. Shifter shine, you um you drink it, and there's no change to you. Hmm. But you, sitting right next to her, watching him, his complexion clears up immaculately. Any dirt or scars that were there, any pores are gone. He appears healthier, and his skin grows more taut. He's not old by a dwarf by any stretch of imagination, but he's been, been through a lot. He's got this little bit of crow's feet, not right now. Completely just warrior face there. Noble Roman face. It's distinctly more attractive, it seems, because some people begin to walk by and give him looks. Um, nobody says anything, thinking to him, it's not anything startling, but he does not really notice any of this. And you only notice it because you're right there next to him, so astute. If I poke at his, like, crow's feet, do I, like, feel the wrinkles there still? No. Very physical change. Not, huh. not illusory. How many of these you had, bud? Um, well, it's more, I wonder how many you've had. This is weird. There's a physical effect on your face it changes it's like facelift so you've had a few huh? yes I know I'm looking good but 
<laughs> You'll feel different, I promise. Yes. <laughs> yes. You're right up to seven by three in the city by the end. not. Yeah. Is there any reflective surface around at which I could look into? Um. Like, is the bar back some kind of shiny thing? It's no, it's, it's distinctly not. Um, there's probably not really here. You could, uh, you could ask, you could excuse, excuse yourself upstairs to the washroom. Flip my butterfly knife and take a look at myself in there and see if I... You look, you look good. You still got your beard, you still, you know, you just look, you know, party like, ah, oh, I just got those fucking scars, but right now they seem to be totally gone. You look, you're wrinkle-free, you look Man. glamorous is the word for it. The hammer's gone, and the remembrance of what the hammer did to me is gone <laughs> as well. I assume that's temporary. You know, no one's ever drank that one before. I'm joking. It'll, it'll be gone. In, in I do he'll, he'll, oh, he'll be shit. back to his normal, even lovelier self in an hour's time. Nice, nice, nice. Mm. He's partial to the guns, that's true. Uh, they tell stories. I do. I like stories. Yeah. So, you're wondering, uh, can, can I get you anything else to drink? Um, well, uh, you know what, I like that, I like that, um, Goodberry one. Okay. And I, I was wrong, it does do the, it does do some eerie little drink of it, it will, um, have the effect of a good berry in that you are no longer hungry, you don't need food. Oh. Or, yeah, so you are, one little sip, you're just like, oh, I don't need food. It does not mean as you keep drinking it, you'll become bloated and full. It's just you don't need food anymore. You saturate the good berries. Oh, that's good. Yeah, but the smells of, of reds and whatnot and these are, are all doubly potent. Mm-hmm. Good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. So he says, so the, the, the race of eight wins. If you're curious about it, especially if you are here spending coin in the court city, I imagine you came for the race. Most do, at least. Um, Rode my special oak in. What? Yeah, you know what? Uh, yeah. Not sure if I do. <laughs> so there are seven contenders. It's called the race of the eight wins because it goes to the eight districts of the Bureau Quarter, which is the outmost quarter of the court city, the lowest, if you will. If you th- think about us here near the central top, although we're not in the central, we're on clifftop, spreading out around Dura is a horseshoe that goes partially around. Eight districts there. I can see that this is too much. Let, let me get to mm. the exciting part here. There are seven contestants. There is, they're always the same. Always the same Beasts very often the exact same beast unless something unfortunate be- be- befalls them or they get too old. Um, but that is the Griffin, who is currently number one in the standings of the last twelve. But there's eight wins. Races. Why is there not eight? There's eight quarters. There used to be an eighth, but uh, isn't now. Okay. Now there's only seven contestants. One is the Griffin. Next in the standings currently is the Pegasus. After that, the Wyvern. After that, the Giant Eagle. After that, the Hippogriff. Nope, I'm sorry. After the Giant Eagle, the Gargoyle, which is unique in that he is both jockey and beast. I should I should mention each of these beasts have a jockey. He rides it and maneuvers around and, and all of this. I'll tell you more in just a moment. After Gargoyle comes the Hippogriff, and finally the Giant Owl. The jockeys ride these creatures, 
And where, they, where do they come from? The, the jockeys? The jockeys? From all, all around. The, the entire race is put on by House Vedanus, as, as you might Im- imagine, known for their curation and raising and whatnot of magical beasts. As you can imagine, this is a tremendous way for them to, to gain money as well, since the market for giant beasts is a little bit less than the market for many other things. Transport, of course, is their main um, help with that, but this is an enormous part of what they put their, their, their name on. There's one race every month, and then there's the big race. Um, well, one month has the big race, where a lot of betting people come from all over to come here just for that one singular race. The race can last usually at least a half hour, more often an hour, sometimes two or three. And, and, and that is because, I should mention, the beasts have their any acid or poison, etc. sacks have been removed, but the talons, claws, and teeth are sharp as ever. The jockeys have three javelins apiece, but no other m- method of aerial combat afforded to them. Spellcraft is allowed, but only on themselves and th- their mounts. No fireballs in midair. It's said that when this race was first about, uh, they didn't have such a rule. That was back when the race only happened once a year also, uh, <coughs> centuries ago. And you can imagine mm-hmm. they went through mounts and jockeys quite quickly. Nowadays, it's much, it's much more frequent, but much safer as well. As I said, spellcraft allowed on yourself your mount, but not uh, attacking others. Three javelins pieces, all that you get. So in in many ways, it is a test of the beasts themselves. It's a test of the jockeys. In addition to that, though, it's not simply from A A to B, and not simply around the city. They must fly through eight rings in the proper direction and order, one in each district of the Dura Quarter. Each ring is only 20 feet in diameter, making it very difficult for two beasts to pass through at once, still possible, and they're made of thick metal and held aloft by hot air balloons and suspended by steel cables with hmm. warning flags on either side. We don't want anybody hitting themselves knocking off. Then again, that does happen quite frequently as well. Each jockey and mount is equipped with a ring of feather falling, so if the worst mm-hmm. does happen, they're able to descend safely, though they are out of the race at that point mm. in time. The secret is the location of each balloon and, and, and ring that it is suspending in the air is not the exact same for each race. So it is partially a race of speed, partially a race of maneuverability, partially a, a race of aggression, if, if you wish to t- take that tack, and partially a race of being perceptive enough to, to find the hmm. balloons in a place this big and fly through the rings the proper orientation. Especially tomorrow, mm-hmm. if the snow keeps up, it might be quite interesting for the riders, which unfortunately makes that much less interesting for those who watch. Hmm. Are there any riders from the Madani or Thrashk houses? I'm not jockeys. familiar with the jockeys. Um, believe, b- believe it or not, the jockeys are much less famous than the, than, than the beasts that they ride. People from the the districts in the Dura Quarter tend to have enormous aff- affiliation and enthusiasm for whatever beast comes from their particular 
quarter, but the entire city mm-hmm. um, places bets on on this, and, and it's it's quite the phenomenal event. And if you have mm-hmm. enough coin, you can watch from the very, very, very tippy top of the entire city. Hmm. In the uh, what it's called. Ah, the, the best seats to watch the race is in the Celestial Vista at the peak of Sky's Edge Park. Basically, go up and find the big glass dome at the very, very top. Mm-hmm. There, House of Dallas has ma- ma- magicians and whatnot that can enhance the glass so you can see through it magnified and try to r- roughly track the beasts as they, they fly. Fascinating mm-hmm. that people in the Dura Quarter will crowd the streets just for a glimpse of the race zipping overhead. They'll, they'll crowd the streets for a day and a half to see three seconds of something. But that's... Some people say that, that the entire city is run by the race. Everything in between the races is just a waiting game for the next race. Hmm. Again, I don't prescribe to such things, but the common folk need to have something to look forward to. I understand that. Fair enough. I only ask about the jockeys because you'd think that one of the houses of detection or finding might have an upper hand of locating such rings. They very well might. And again, spellcraft is allowed if you're one who has such a thing. So the jockeys are often ones who are very talented in aerial combat or magic to do such things. The only rule is that they can't teleport themselves or, or their beasts can't attack another. Yeah, magic. Yeah, magic. I exactly. assume that's what the javelins are for. Three javelins, precisely. Precisely. Mm-hmm. But could they cast magic on the javelin to make it go and they come back? No, the, the, the rules are pretty pretty clear on the minimal minimalistic nature of the, the magic, but you'd be amazed how much... You're familiar with the term lobbying. Mm-hmm. There's an enormous amount of lobbying that happens with the royals and the merchants in the city about what rules should and should not be allowed and they do change at, at least every six months or so depending on on so if Keeps you want fresh. to enchant your javelins chances are come back in six months and that rule will have been amended because somebody with enough coin wanted to be so mostly i was just pontificating about the um scope of the- i i understand because mm-hmm. <laughs> it amuses me so each beast has a five different statistics that is ranked on, mm-hmm. and it's based on this that a lot of bets are, are placed. Griffin has natural advantages over the, over the others, so if you always place your bet on the Griffin, you'll make some coin, but if you place your bet on the poor owl, that that's your opportunity to make much, much more coin. So you see, there's pros and cons to everything. Mm-hmm. The more assured coin, or the higher risk, but much higher reward. If you do go, go go to the Celestial Vista, they'll have all these stats right there. They're <coughs> obsessed with it every every time that this comes. It's, mm-hmm. it's a very fine restaurant and bar, not as fine as my own, of course, oh, but cool. they have their own perks to them. Mm-hmm. Well, don't count an owl out. I mean, you can always uh, come up with stealth from behind. Actually, the, the current rider of, of the owl does use the owl's, owl's perception and cast invisibility on himself and the owl. He did that the last three 
Mm -hmm. Faces and got third in one of them. It's actually very impressive. It might not sound like a lot, but when there's seven contestants and getting third, isn't too bad. Yeah. Oh, that much slower than everything else? It's not that much slower, but it is quiet. And it's, and it's, um, quiet. Hmm. So, it, it would be perfect for stealth. And, uh, subterfuge in that regard. Especially if things are hucking javelins at you, that would mitigate some of that. It's true. Even though the owl, I think, has only gotten third twice, I think he got second one time, almost a year ago now so his ranking is gonna because it goes by a 12 month you get first you get mm-hmm. five points second you get third third you get one point and nobody else gets any points so you mm-hmm. see when I said these point structures based on how many they got in the last 12 months well five and 12 months not very good hence why he is the lowest rank right now but that does mean if you slap down 30 gold you're up to win 300 mm-hmm. whereas if you slap down 30 gold on the griffin you're up to win 30 so mm-hmm. the odds are dependent on their current rankings and stats mm-hmm. there are three basic tiers the griffin is just eeks eeks out the others the the eagle the pegasus and the wyvern are all in the same tier and then the third tier is the tier is the owl hippogriff and gargoyle and these tiers mm-hmm. are based again on those aforementioned uh, statistics on sp- speed strength m- m- maneuverability perception mm-hmm. Again, I don't really follow it. Which is funny, because he just gave you an enormous amount of information. I was just going to say. Yeah, but it, which means either he's fibbing and he does follow it, or it's this is such just a living here, it's a knowledge thing. living here in the, in the city that everyone knows this. It's like football. Like I don't watch football mm-hmm. that much, but I can tell you the basic rules of it. Mm-hmm. Impressive. And what, do you have any other questions about this? The race? No. no. What is the gladiatorial event that happens after? Oh, that's uh, yeah, less popular. Um, there's much larger gladiatorial events on Dorne's holiday in the latter half of the year. Um, these are just things for people who lost gold um, on, on the race try, try to, to get back, mm-hmm. betting on the gladiatorial matches. But my understanding is there are two-person teams as a bracket where it would be you'd have to win three three fights mm-hmm. in, in a row when I say in a row I mean they're all on the same day but depending on how long the previous fights last it might might be fighting three in a row in an hour or the three in a row in until midnight two in the morning mm-hmm. again depends on the other fights not to the death we're not barbarians here like they are out east but um, healing magic is a lot as you can imagine, but mm-hmm. not at first to fall unconscious. Uh, well, when you do fall unconscious or surrender, you are asked to leave or swept off the ground mm-hmm. until uh, well, the other one then surrenders. Or you be and betting on on the race and these games is happening constantly. It's not just a bet at the start. It's not just a bet against a host. There's side bets that are happening constantly with each with each other. Nobles will will watch one one fall, and then they'll immediately place a large bet on that one that's left, taking down the the other two. Um, and if they mm-hmm. get caught, caught, I mean, it's 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 too much for me. I just like mm-hmm. my bar here. But imagine there's if you know how to play the game, there's much 
gold that can be made. Interesting. Much gold that can be lost as well. Of course. There's this idle curiosity. <laughs> you don't seem to have a problem making gold, so I play the game, right? I have my very comfortable way of making my gold that I'm quite assured of. Less to worry about in terms of loss. Indeed. By the way, you, your friend is remarkably talented. Noted. And yes. Yes, you she, she's, she's, I believe she's kicked over five or six glasses, but I don't see a single frown in the, in the place, which is remarkably, again, impressive in a place like this. Yes, have she you, can carry a tune. She can. Have you perhaps heard of a wandering bard called Felicia Goldhip? I've never heard of her name in my, my life. I don't really leave much. Bitch don't matter, because this is her much more talented apprentice, who's already outshining the old bat. <laughs> outshining a person I've never heard. Yeah. That is, again, very impressive. I heard your dumbass race until a few minutes ago. Noted. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> ah, I see. I see it's getting to you a little bit. You've had just enough? <sighs> no, I need a few more. Say the word. I will be coming down and say, no, he's had enough, <laughs> but thank you, <laughs> thank you for this. Now I'll hand him back empty. Empty? Yeah. Oh my. Roll a constitution system. <laughs> you do as well. Okay. Yeah. You both get advantage, don't you? Huh? You also get advantage, don't you? Yeah, advantage for both of you. 24. Nine. <laughs> I rolled a nine both times. You are a bit fucking tipsy <laughs> after finishing off this two thirds full flask of, you know, two gingers. <laughs> so you're pretty tipsy right now. You're like, no, he's had enough. And you, oddly, you're getting drunk, but you're like at like a 5 out of 10. Gotcha. You're like, okay. Oh, you could go for another few hours easily. And I'm going to get a few more drinks. <laughs> All right. Don't waste our betting money. <laughs> There's plenty, don't you worry. I'm just going to take off another... 15 gold, whatever that would get me. Sounds good. And again, if he offers you, since you have gold gold to spend, um, he offers you, if you're interested in any of the... I do want to know what the superior versions. ones are. Yeah, I do, I, want, I do want to know what their effects are and stuff. Mm -hmm. Right. Might be beneficial. Mm -hmm. Is your face back to normal yet? No. No, it lasts like last an hour. An hour, yeah. Like... And I drank another one pretty forever. How you doing? Oh shit, maybe I have had enough. <laughs> <laughs> Where'd Earth go? Why is his handsome younger brother here? Smurf? It sounds like Smurf? he drank. I, oh, I swear. He, he drank it <laughs> and like Smurf. he just, he just sucked up the wrinkles and the scars and complexion. Why well, you think you could use one? Youthful, handsome, handsome boys. I'm just saying. <laughs> he didn't drink. Yeah, he's youthful all the time. That's true. Just a bright baby over here. You are. A little bit. Young. Marmite's just more than happy. And he's kind of, kind of giving you a, a, a very, a very like, sincere smile. After your performance and everything. He says, well, if you want the aged good, good, good berry wine, there's about six servings in any of these. And he's got uh, two of those. Is that right? Two? Oh, one. He's got one of those corked up. We'll take it. A drink Norwin likes, 
I mean, how rare is that? 3,950 gold. Yeah, it's a lot, man. It's got six servings in it. It's like a potion. And healing. it enhances your natural, your, your body's natural ability to heal itself. Something that would normally take overnight, you can tap into a portion of that oh. immediately. So you can use hit die, but above table, you can basically. Up to four. Up to four up hit to die. Four hit die, you can use and re-roll them instantly through that. But it does use your hit die. Mm-hmm. So it's like you can't just you know, do that and then sleep and make a hit die. But if you need mm-hmm. to heal quickly, it Is that can worth almost 4,000 gold? Um, it also. Mm-hmm. Well, it also, <laughs> you don't need to uh, drink or eat before the, the rest of, of the day after, after mm-hmm. a single serving of this. Uh, there's some odd effects, though. If your constitution is enough, if you're hardy enough to tolerate it, um, you can, it might make you a little bit more willful up here, hmm. and more strong presence of mind and identity of who you are. Well, AKA, wisdom you'll get charisma. wisdom and charisma ability checks or saving throws, but the next day you add 1d4 to them. Hmm. Ooh, um, on the other hand, if your body is like mine, <laughs> um, and you aren't you as shrivel into a raisin after a sip, <laughs> you might get pretty pretty drunk in, in a sense, and when and you'll find yourself a little bit less all up here in the in, in the intelligence department. Hence, mm-hmm. why I stay away from the stuff, and you might be falling over stools. So your intelligence and dex saves and checks will go negative one d four each time you make it. That's interesting. The DC is, is it's not they're not not very strong. It's not super potent, mm-hmm. but yeah. for a man like me, enough of a risk that I don't want to. For someone like you, you probably drink the whole thing and be just fine. Mm-hmm. Super smart. That'd be a ch- change. <laughs> I'll take it. What else oh you got? Uh, this one here, the sealed up wispy sour. He's got um, a couple you of made those. So much money in your performance. Four gold pieces. <laughs> <laughs> Only two hundred and ninety. Deal. Four gold pieces. We'll take it. Thank you. Um, it I does the same thing. <laughs> so you'll you'll float. Mm-hmm. Um, but you don't have to. You can float, float down, and then use your normal speed. If you do okay. float, it's all it's, it's all only a foot up. You have ten foot speed. But this nicer one here, you can regain um, vitality like a like a will o' wisp does. Anytime a creature dies within five feet of you, okay. you can simply and regain a modest, small amount of health. But this does last for the next minute. Hmm. This hmm. costs 120 gold. Okay. The Celestial Sunrise, which which you, my, my dear, put to very, very good effect in your singing. I like that one. Dancing and playing there. <laughs> I like that one. It's just now dying off. Um, the finer version of this, you can see normally in darkness, both magical and non-magical, for eight hours. Mm. But it does come with the effect that, that you saw your lovely bard friend have as well. That comes at the cost of 350 gold pieces. Don't underestimate the ability to see in any darkness for a day. I know. The gin and tonic, while cheaper than the previous two in its more mundane form, in the form that I can craft it in, it costs 400 gold. Whew. Okay. 
you gain the effect of the, if you're familiar, the gaseous form spell for 10 minutes. You'll turn into vapor itself. You'll be able to move, sneak through, sneak under doors, through cracks in walls. Not that you would do that by any means, unless you're locked out of your house, of course. And then your form will materialize in a rush of, of, of air that can force other creatures near you to be pushed aside and knocked onto their butts. Fun little pony trick. Indeed. And we have the Shifter's Shine, which you're making fantastic use of right now. In short, the more potent version of this costs 200 gold, and you gain the effects of the Alter Self spell, which means mm. you can change your visage to whatever you want to look, look like, even a different race if you wanted. Mm. Um, you can... My gosh, what can you? You can even grow gills if you plan on swimming, swimming in a lake, or or flippers between your toes if you want to go faster. You can't grow exaggerated things like like wings or a ten foot tall neck or something of a sort. You cannot turn into a snake. We can alter your basic form to look like somebody or something else, or gain even claws if you if you decide I'm getting in a tussle. Two hundred, you said. Two hundred for that. And finally, the bloody Merilith. These uh, cost two, 250 gold apiece. They are very spicy indeed. They're actually made of using the blood of a Merilith fiend from the abyss. Um, again, this is this is one where you want to be a bit hardier to try. If you, uh, if it, it, it might come out of you. you. You might think you're drinking, it might come straight back out of you. But if you can stomach it down, you'll find that your reflexes are a bit, qu- bit quicker for about a minute or so, allowing you to make snap decisions and reactions more quickly or more frequently than you would normally be able to. About mm. one more reaction per six seconds, approximately. Yeah. Interesting. Mm. However, after that minute is completed, uh, you will feel quite lethargic for a short time. Very, very short time. But there are effects to this one. That's why I don't give this out to just anybody. Kind of like the effects of the slow or the haste spell. Similar to haste, yes, but the effects are, are more mental rather than physical. It, al- mm. it allows you to take faster reactions to things. Mm. Uh, Otherwise, again, mm-hmm. more niche. Perhaps only very useful for folk who can take advantage of this in a in, in a fight in the gladiatorial games. If you're interested in uh, participating, <laughs> I don't I, I don't know. You were asking information about it. I'm curious um, about it. I mean, you see how lanky I am. I do, I do. As you can see, how lanky I am. <laughs> exactly. That was the last one. That's the last one. Is that not enough? No, it's good, it's good. I just didn't want to interrupt if you had more. Because I'll take two of the Marys, one of the Shifters, and you want that Goodberry stuff? Um, I mean, it can be useful for some things, but, I mean, it depends on if we think it would be useful. In general, I mean, you can probably benefit from the... Your constituted. You can probably benefit from the... One shifter shine, Wanda? Yeah. One that changes your physical appearance? Yeah, the altar self. Mm-hmm. Crab claws. I just thought if I ever get in trouble, 
Like, mm-hmm. you guys always can, like, like you can change it in multiple things. You have Invisible your Invisible change, bye. Yeah. And you're standing, like, Yep, mm-hmm. it was just me. I, I, yeah, like, I did <laughs> all this. Bring it on, finally. So that's 700 gold so far. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, I've got plenty of healing stuff now, but if you, it would be useful if you wanted, um, the effects well, yeah, the wisdom we and if we don't think we need it for like, the healing, staying alive stuff, we don't need to spend four thousand gold on it. Yeah, we can always come back for that. I think, mm-hmm. depending on how we feel. It does sound like it'd be fun, but yeah. Mm-hmm. So seven hundred, I can do that. And also, doesn't bring anything. Darling, what is your name, if you don't mind me asking? An Exuria Hora. My, that that did hit you hard, didn't it? I'm impressed yeah, yeah, that, that yeah. you finished off the flask, actually. That's good stuff. What is it? Whiskey. Just fine, fine whiskey. N- nothing too fancy. However, do you plan on frequenting the city often? Or staying for a while? I believe we'll be staying at least for a few days. I was going to ask if we could just stay here. Quite like that. Every every night you're here, your your room and board is, is on the house. In fact, and he even gives you back whatever gold you give him, which I think was 15, 15 gold. Yeah, so he gives that, that back to you. If you play like that every night, let's just call that a wash. I oh. can certainly do that. However, mm-hmm. if we can perhaps establish some sort of contract, that performance was something unlike what we've seen here in a long time. There used to be folk that would come, come through, but uh, mm-hmm. now we get the more puff and tumble swords, but you were able to tap in directly to what these people wanted. Um, mm-hmm. We don't have that many patrons that that, that are in a, 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 any one given time, but someone who plays in the Drunken Dragon, that their name is heard in this city. Mm-hmm. So if you'd like to stay longer or play one night a week um, for a year... I will offer you one of these cocktails as well. And again, the contract is, is up, up, up for debate. I'm not really one for for packs and bonds and all that's more warlock stuff. I'm just a simple wizard, but I like to keep my mind on one thing. Let me think about it when I'm sober. Some weird harpsichord's feelings will be hurt. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it goes back down to, to playing. Mm-hmm. Give my partners a die a day. Of course, I'll mm-hmm. see you tomorrow. At le- hopefully, you'll at least play this again. Oh, I will play more. every night we're here if you will let us. Wonderful. Me. Well, if you're if you're interested in one of in one of these cocktails, minus the good berry, the wine, of course, I'd be more than happy to hand that mm-hmm. all over to you at no charge. In addition, again, I'm thinking perhaps perhaps you can as you're on your way in the town at the Basis tomorrow, perhaps you, you can make good mention. Not that the drunken dragon needs any more attention than it already gets. We have just enough folk come through, and r- rumors start and end here every single night very, very quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, it's always good to get the name up of somebody as boisterous and beautiful as you are. You keep doing that, but no, I truly do mean you. It's, it's quite wonderful. Stop sneaking behind me. It's just the potion, love. Don't worry about it. 
And remember, he's, yeah, his hair and his cloak is constantly <laughs> from the gin and times. Because he's worth it. Fantastic. The name, Marcus Flynn. Thank oh, and quiet. this is Toto. <laughs> Good time. Toto. Toto kind of looks wary. Walks through toward, toward, toward the kitchen and goes, No! Gone. <laughs> In your hands. <laughs> Suddenly, bird and dog see each other. <laughs> he does a poor imitation of, of a growl. <laughs> Getting louder and louder. Hold his beat. Quiet. He's like, you wanted to play. Toto is just kind of now in your arms, kind of you absentmindedly switching him as you're holding him. He kind of subtles it. See, <laughs> he likes you. You have to stay now. I do like dogs. All right. Well, well, you, your room is yours to do with as you wish, and uh, come back if you ever want anything else. And thank you for your business, good dwarf. Thank you. And I'm gonna go. We Don't drop upstairs. <laughs> yeah. right. You begin walking with Toto. With Toto, you hear a little behind you and <laughs> vanishes. <laughs> <laughs> I will follow him up because I have the key. Okay. Uh, right. Well, that was amusing. So, I got some information about the race tomorrow, and I'll, I'll relay the information about the race tomorrow. Interesting. Do you think we should bet on something more certain, or do you think we should go with something a little bit out in left field? Out of left field would garner more attention. We wouldn't necessarily, we'd basically have to eat Lose, yeah. that unless they miraculously win. Mm-hmm. But we'd have to expect a loss, I think. But it would garner attention, which is kind of our prime objective. True, true, true. But I leave the gambling to your expertise because you seem to be better at it than I wish to try to be. It will be interesting well, gambling can't cheat on at something. This. Yeah, I was just about to say, it'll be interesting <laughs> gambling on something I can't cheat on. Which one of these rooms is mine? Or are we already in room? We're all on the door. Yeah. It's just one large, like, California, mm-hmm. like, California King-sized bed, mm-hmm. and, like, a nice chair, and want, dresser, and, and whatever else, and a nice, like, like mm-hmm. rug of, like, um, bear fur. You could see the race better, maybe. Very, very nice very, room. Very but, cute. again, just one large. Mm-hmm. That's all I had. And you can see up here, you come up the stairs and the balcony is here, there's a bunch more tables and people playing cards and talking. And there's <laughs> there's a door that's kind of rickety opening and closing. You knew you know conceptually this place has enough money that they can make this place look fucking phenomenal. They, they can fix a rickety rick, rick door. There's some snow flurries coming in, but mm-hmm. that's its charm, is being like this very... It, you can imagine it took as much time to deliberately make this place look like this and then would make it... A castle, a little bit mm-hmm. like a castle. Mm-hmm. There are, however, only about five or six rooms in the entire place. Dang. That's why they're quite pricey. Mm-hmm. So you, you go into the the nice one, and there you go. You have one big bed, chair, a nice rug, uh-huh. dresser, and a wardrobe. That's it. So what were you saying? Uh, I just we were talking about the beds that we are um, potentially going to place, and 
I also oh, yeah. lent her my eyes of the eagle. In case she wants to, you know. I mean, it, A, it looks a little standoffish, but it also would mm. allow her to see better. Though, despite the glass also does magnify, but, you know, gives you something else you could do. Unless we want to throw down and pretend we don't care. Mm-hmm. Well, it, could we help one of these writers? I like, don't know. they can use magic and stuff, right? So, like, they can use magic on themselves. Or their mount. Or their mount. So, like, what if we I'm sure funded one a little bit, gave them some stuff like that or whatnot to help them see or go faster? We'd have to find them within an hour. Within tonight. Well, we can find them tomorrow. I mean, we could also throw something into a ring for them. See, now I like what you're thinking. But I don't have anything. Of course, in the morning I could prepare enhance ability. Because what were the rules on magic again? Cast it on yourself or the mount. Okay, self and the mount. No attacks on other riders. Okay. So. So I'm just saying, we pick, whoever we pick, we can give them some stuff to help promote them to win. Because yes. I, I think it'll, it'll help you look a lot more impressive. Not that she already, I mean, mm-hmm. knocks everybody's socks off. I'm just wearing slippers. But I think it would look better if we won than if we lost. Especially on a random chance. Or a, you know, was it a dark horse or whatever they call those? The when you're in dark horse, whatever, yeah. yeah. However, I will say this. We're in a town where there's some freaky magic people. And they might be able to discern... What, did we just gave him? That's not against the rules, though, is it? That's what I'm just saying. We I just, don't know. We pick They're, a rider and we help him. We know how much the chocolate fuck downstairs knew, who wasn't into it that uh, much. That's true. He might not know all the rules. I knew something he was into. <laughs> <laughs> Hitting you. Oh. <laughs> was he into you? Hmm. He was trying to get you a contract to stay here. He was going to pay you to hang around. Most men do offer that. We got lucky, I guess. Speaking of that topic, I'm giving you this. Which is mostly ceremonial. And I want you guys just to know that, again, this is a very different type of game that we've played, that we've ever done this game before, Mm -hmm. that, that I am keeping track, which was always based on a role you guys do, but I'm not going to tell you if it is or not. I'm keeping track of a number of successes mm-hmm. that it will take to get you guys a standing up mm-hmm. and to maybe get more information to have people come. To, I mean, I'm not, I, I don't have rules on for this, but there are things that if you do will be good for you and things that if you fail that might not be as good for you so you don't get there. So yeah. this is a very yes. ceremonial drop to you, which is basically saying getting a 35 in the Drunken Dragon Mm-hmm. Balls, girl. Is something that your name is going to be out there. Mm-hmm. It's going to be out there probably tomorrow. Perfect. And you'll see that. That's why. So if I start handing out gems to people, it, it means you did a really good, good thing. That's good for you. And at a certain amount of them, mm-hmm. um, benefits might start accruing too. Yeah. So it just depends on if outside influences. Because uh, if we are caught influencing. And it is not acceptable. We well, could get in trouble. We could get in trouble. Of course, admittedly, there is fame to be gotten from trouble as well. That just depends on 
what kind of eye are we wanting? Part of me feels like we should just risk it. Just risk it. That's that right. half of it is also looking jovial in the face of defeat. Like, huh, I didn't care about that money anyway. This was fun. Exactly. Especially if it then, you know, because if we garner attention, uh, you've got attention. losing this, whatever. <laughs> if, you know, Annie garnered attention tonight, if her name gets out there, she places a huge bet and loses tomorrow. That also raises quite a bit of attention. And then if we go to the gladiatorial event and we pull it off and she wins, that also raises a lot of attention. Especially if it's the same person doing these acts, garnering attention in different aspects of the city, it spreads the name out further. Mm-hmm. So you're gonna go with that? Hmm. And I'll explain again. So, the standings are currently in order of um, ranking currently. Griffin, Pegasus, Wyvern, Eagle, Gargoyle, Hippogriff, and Drydowl. That's a giant eagle as well, as much as a little eagle. Giant eagle. Somebody has to ride it. I kind of feel like the eagle for nostalgia. <laughs> You've ridden an eagle? That's true. I know, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, that's number four. It wouldn't be They're good a far-fetched bet. They're good at seeing things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good. Very fast. Very fast, yes. We know exactly how fast it is. So, probably in the upper tiers of... I didn't actually write down the, the stat tiers. The you eagle is four? in the second tier. Second tier. Well, the griffin is alone at the top tier. And the tiers are based... I, I did this just... I wrote down one, two, or three based on... Um, Armor class and, and, and HP decks, um, stealth, per- perception, and attack power. Mm-hmm. Like how much damage that, that they dealt. And then I did that for each of those, and then I, I added them together. So I, each animal has a, a stat, and then most of them are actually tied. <laughs> so mm-hmm. just ha- happenstance. So the Griffin was a 12. Mm-hmm. The Eagle, Pegasus, and Wyvern are 11s. <coughs> mm-hmm. And the Hippogriff, Giant Owl, and Gargoyle are 8s. Mm-hmm. It's a bit of a drop, but yeah. Because yeah. they're they're slow, but so, they have a lot of like HP, and their mm-hmm. attack isn't all that great, and they don't have that much perception. So they're like one trick ponies, whereas the other ones are like multi trick mm-hmm. ponies. So by that strategy, should we not take a should you not take a long shot? What are the? I do like that the owl's rider has been going invisible. Yes. And making owl invisible too. I think that's quite clever. It is. Though, which is kind of odd if you think about it, because as a spectator support, having an invisible rider might be upsetting. Not. Yeah, but, like, the bloke downstairs said people will wait all day to see two seconds of something fly by. It's more so about the excitement of it. So if he pops up at the very end that can be very and he exciting. wins, that's, people won't even remember the rest of the fucking race. That's true. So that's what I'm saying. Trust your gut, girl. Owl it is. You know what it is, right? Doesn't need you wrong. Especially because you'll have the stats right in front of you. Yep. And you'll be very clearly know that the owl was last. Let me just see what other spells, just for humor, what spells we might pump into a, a rider or something. Um, oop, that's why I spelled that. Remind me, you can't use the spell scroll and put it into the ring, right? No. No, I don't think so. Okay. At least that's, that's what, what I, f- I thought. Yeah. thought you said it last yeah. previously. Mm-hmm. So I have a spell scroll of haste, but... That's what I was thinking. Could we just give the jockey that kind of thing? I mean... I guess I don't know what the rules are. Like you said, is that illegal? Is it like the Hunger Games or like it's sponsors? That's interesting. 
a the spell Longstrider doesn't seem to say anything about flying speed. Flying speed. It just says increases the target's speed. Would you say that increases flying speed as well? Yeah, of course. Interesting. Mm. Strides with his wings. Was mm-hmm. that concern? How long does that last? An hour. Damn. That would be most of a race. Yeah. It would be an upset. But let's see. It would help a little bit for sure. I would probably know stats about. Is it fair to say I would know stats about owls and giant eagles because I've been them? Mm-hmm. You okay. know that eagles are stronger and faster and more hardy than owls. Yeah. Owls has the advantage on stealth and perception. Oh, yeah. Giant eagle has 80 fly speed. Giant owl probably has like what, 60? 60. Yeah. So 10 would at least mitigate some of that gap. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't. If if you're going going to go down some mm-hmm. path, I'm just gonna let you guys know know this because mm-hmm. I don't want to. I don't want to like you know DM be it. I want you guys to RP this. is really fun. Mm-hmm. But in just time, whatever else, um, you might want to talk to Marcus about some more details because mm-hmm. he might have more information on how feasible your plan is. Mm-hmm. I think that would be wise. I don't want to just spew it to you now, but mm-hmm. like the whole giving him. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I suppose if that was the case, then. The royals would be, people would constantly be doing this. Yeah, but maybe that's why the griffin always wins. It's possible. I that's. I do not know what a griffin is capable of. I've never been one. It's a not a natural creature, as far as I'm aware. It's more of a monstrosity, maybe. Is that apt or a? I don't think it's a construct of any kind. It's a matter of opinion. Yes, but I mean, it's not something that I would have any dominion over. Ah, I see what you're saying. So, well then, should we just get some shut-eye tonight and figure out the rest of this tomorrow? Yeah, it'll probably be pretty quiet in the morning. I don't think Marcus has much business selling booze What time's the race supposed to start? Do we that would have been a good question. Tomorrow? Didn't he mention that? I know yeah. the gladiatorial event's Noon. Noon. Noon tomorrow. Noon tomorrow. Noon tomorrow. I don't think I told you that, but the queen would have yeah. Okay. She wasn't going to go into a bunch of stats and shit, but she would at least mm-hmm. say the race is at noon, so make sure that you're in. And I didn't have the name written down as again, there's so much shit went through my head, the city's so fucking big. Yeah, no but um, the, the, the Celestial Vista is actually where she said that that little lady, Celeria, I was calling it the, the box seats last time, mm-hmm. and I couldn't find the word for it, but celestial it is the Celestial Vista at the top of Sky Edge Park. Yeah, I do have that written down here. Gotcha. Which is cool. You think they would shoot you down if you just hovered on a carpet right outside of it? <laughs> Maybe if we were rich enough to buy a carpet, that might just allow us to have whatever seats we want. That's fair. Have a right above it. I think that might be something to ask, Marcus, so we don't get shot down, literally. Well, I think we'd want to be inside anyway. Fair. Because otherwise, how can we find her and talk to her? Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. In bed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we all. So in the morning, things we have to figure out is how applicable would it be to try to meet one of these jockeys, and if outside influence is something that is normally expected, or you know maybe not not as blunt and forthright as that. But you know, if they've heard of nobles swaying the odds, um, and if. Um, how much it costs to get into box seats. Um, 
Anything else? Though? I feel like there's a third thing. Other than those two. Box seats, how the race were. Oh, where we make a bet, maybe? That would be good, don't you? Now we might make a bet. I suppose if you're in the box seats, though, I'm guessing it will be present. Yeah. That's my guess. So, yeah. And the bookie? Yep. Oh, yeah, there's a bookie there. I highly doubt they would make the nobles and the celestial vista walk anywhere. Or <laughs> exorbitant money. Of budget. course not. Nobles, they've had such a hard life. Why? They shouldn't have to walk anywhere. Exactly. Right. It is rough. Right? Yeah, I'm starting to get into it. <laughs> Alright. Did we want to talk? I would like to think that strategy? I'm actually, like, I say that as I'm laying on our carpet. Yeah, you're yeah, laying on your carpet, hearing all that shit. Man. Oh! Because I only have, you know, I can only prepare spells in the morning. And so I'd have to be prepped in the morning for whatever we're going to handle. Right. Well... I guess I don't know what you... So here's what I'll, I'll tell you what I was thinking, and you can tell me what if you think that these things make sense. So, um... <clears throat> obviously. I was thinking my gambit of healing spells, my cure wounds, my healing words, um, mostly for my own squishy flesh. Absolutely. Uh, healing spirit, if we need to heal between. Mm-hmm. Um, hold person, I thought might be good. That's, yeah, that's and so, good. you know, if I upcast that to third level, I could hold two people at once. And so you could just wail on them nice. if that was the case. Makes things easy. That nice. would make things easy. I was thinking in my fourth level confusion, as um, which would, if it takes, they would either have to run in a random direction, attack a random creature, or basically, uh, I don't know if they lose a turn ever. Um, oh, yeah, there's also a possibility that they won't move or take actions at all. So you befuddle while I beat up. That's the strategy. Yeah. I was thinking. Also free to move movement on in case I get as, you know, usual got. Mm-hmm. Um, and polymorph if I need to have extra HP and hit things hard as a monkey. I like that. That's always a good backup plan. It's a good backup plan. We need to go full beast mode. We don't need to go full beast mode, exactly. For my fifth level, I was thinking um, Maelstrom, and uh, which is that water one that we talked about, mm-hmm. and potentially anti-life shell, which would prevent... Um, any living creatures entering within 10 feet of me. Mm. So it wouldn't prevent spells or arrows hitting me, but it might prevent somebody with a hammer coming at me. That's a good one. That's a good one. So um, that would be good. Um, I always prepare heal, even though I don't have the slot for right now, in case I need to cast that at something. And then for seventh level, I either would have a firestorm, which is big gouts of fire mm-hmm. everywhere. That might be a little rough. Or reverse gravity which would make everybody fly a hundred feet up if they can't get their bearings on something. However, I would have no means of stopping them from falling a hundred feet after that. Hmm. So if they surrender, we'd have to go up and get them. Or catch them. Or hope that they have somebody who would catch them. We just heal them on the way down. (laughs) You are here. You are dead. Um, Also... I was thinking potentially dominate beast. We don't know if there's creatures in this. Um, that might be good to know. Uh, and then some other staples conjure animals and dispel magic. Um, kind of in that vein. And fairy fire, and so that they can't go invisible, and you would also then have an easier time hitting them. So, mostly I was thinking spells that 
aid you hitting them hard and me staying back and heal. Prepare yeah, I'm bored with that. Just know the spells. <laughs> yeah. That's not that hard. It's much easier. <laughs> I also have a stroll of Entangle. So that would also work. Right. Yeah. Well. Unless you had after any other ideas. all that shit. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And furthermore, I would, in the morning, cast Water Breathing, and so that you could breathe into Maelstrom if you needed to, because uh, that lasts all 24 hours, and then we can uh, link ourselves before the fight telepathically. Especially if I go monkey, you could then give me some crude orders. Well, shit, no one. <laughs> I just have a sword, man. You made this easy <laughs> for me. <laughs> Should I bet on you two or bet on... I mean, it would be unknowns. I'd be a little insulted if you didn't. I would like to, but think, I was just you think we're not, that's uncouth. Do you think we're not going to win? No, I think you are. Yeah, I mean, that would also I be I know you are, which is why I'm like, would that be inappropriate of me? I don't think so. No, yeah. I think because the whole point is, too, is mm-hmm. like if you lose your money in the big one, you don't care. We do this, you bet on your boys, you make money. Yeah. You still really don't care, but... Yeah. Very you know we're not going to lose. Yeah. You're not going to lose. And there's no point in us going up to the glass box that otherwise we might be seen out. with you. Yeah, very true. So we're seen with you, like, these are my boys, and then, like, you know, a, a, a masterful bard who's cavalier with money, who has powerful bodyguards. Those things make us more of an anomaly as a group. And so that would then potentially race interest, maybe race intrigue, maybe we become persons of interest. And the more animally we are, Mm-mm. the more likely she is to invite us to the party. Yeah. And very, very the true. one thing about it is that reverse gravity or Firestorm or Polymorph into a giant ape has quite a wide spectacle appeal to it as well. Or going one of my elemental shapes. Mm-hmm. Being a man who just erupts into fire pretty big deal. Catch people's eyes, yeah. Catch people's eyes. Thanks. I think it's it's a good plan. I hope so. I certainly hope so. Anything else we should sort? Unless you want me to prepare something in case I need to give something to a rider like Enhance Ability or Long Strider. So... Those are the other two options. Otherwise, then there's no point in even broaching the possibility unless we have a spell in mind to give the rider. Yeah, I guess I don't know if it's legal or not, so let's worry about what we do know. So Mm -hmm. maybe just take the hit on it, let it go Mm -hmm. cleanly, and so we know at least for sure that we won't cause any issues. Yeah. I think that's wise. Sounds good. Yeah, I do like the idea of but yes, sometimes the clean way is the easy way. Right? I just thought that's more cool. <coughs> mm-hmm. A little more impressive. You can't lose. Who doesn't want to hang out with the winner? Right? Yeah, that's true. That's why you two won't leave me alone, am I right? But also, who doesn't want to hang out with a big spending loser? Am I right, Ash? That's why mm-hmm. I won't leave you guys alone. <laughs> yes. uh, anyway, sorry, I keep talking your ears off. We can go to bed. Good night. night. I'm awake. I think they're both already almost asleep. <laughs> so I have this spell, and I have this spell. <laughs> yep. Oh. You also, don't forget, I've had like 12 of those really strong drinks for no one had Icky's actually sleeping too, and Icky cannot sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I have that effect on people. 
Ninth level sleep spell, bitches. <laughs> I'll crawl under the bed. All I want right. you two to have the bed. What are you doing? Why Going do you, to bed. Why do you keep sleeping under the bed? It's darker. What if we ever buy a room that is just a mattress on the floor? Then I you... sleep on it. I sleep on beds sometimes. All right. You just want it to be darker? Darker, yes. Your dome can do that. I will make my dome. <laughs> <laughs> but I will also stay underneath, so they're on top trying to convince me and just... <laughs> and he gets real quiet. You think maybe you piss her off, no one thinks. Irv says, good, birds. Yeah. <laughs> and then you eventually... Very, you guys can still see through it, mm-hmm. though, but it is more opaque. More opaque. It still mm-hmm. transfers, but it's darker, and immediately what... Honestly, no light was really coming in. There mm-hmm. is a window, but the blinds were closed, and there is that like snowstorm going out there, and it's very cloudy, so very, very little light. And it was now it's essentially pitch black. Alright. Staying on, under the bed, though, anyways? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I figured you would. Yep. Yeah. One could do one on. See you. If I have reverse gravity and water sphere, if I cast water sphere, they float down. Got it. Got it. Shut up. I, f- I honestly feel like I'm just going to stay into this Coliseum plate. <laughs> well, he just. <laughs> Like he, avatars he the mention. shit out of these guys. <laughs> he, he didn't even mention he's 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 not turned into a field mouse before. He doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Okay. You guys sleep. Mm-hmm. And eventually you wake up. Probably you first as your dome fades, and he starts to nip at the, the tip of your nose. Oh. Okay. I'll go get breakfast. And I'm going to crawl out and go, wakey, wakey, eggs and bakey. I'm going to go grab some grub. All right. And oh, God, that's an alarm. Oh, who God. called for that? Hey, shut up. <laughs> and I will head downstairs. Food sounds good. Okay. Head downstairs. You do not see um, Marcus, but you do see... Um, a a dwarven male figure, not the usual burly sort that they like. Even even Sven, who was a real estate agent, pretty much was quite burly. A, a mm-hmm. quite skinny um, dwarven fellow, kind of gaunt features, a long beard hair that that curls at the end, little cap on his head, big bags under his eyes, basically dopey or or sleepy from sleeping beard pretty, pretty much, and. He's at the bar right now, cleaning up, grumbling to himself, scraping stuff off as Marcus was expertly, but there's always a little bit of splash as so he was scraping off the sticky stuff. Good morning, sir. Breakfast? Uh, can I bring it up to my room? Yeah. It's <laughs> a thing down. Goes back. Grabs a. What do you want? Egg, bacon, toast? Uh, yeah, eggs, bacon, and toast. Two of those. Well, actually, do one of eggs, bacon, Good. and toast, one of all the bacon you have, and eggs. And then, do you have anything that's like just, just toast and vegetables? Avocado toast? No, you probably don't have that. We can afford a house. Hey. 
<laughs> brings up one platter one platter your normal American breakfast one platter where there's eggs and toast but like 12 slices of bacon piled piled up there and one where it's like three slices of toast with avocado on it looks a little bit moldy but most avocado does when you open it up how much sir Six gold. I'll slap down platinum and say, have a wonderful day. You want change? No. Oh, I'll get you your change. No, you keep the change and I'll oh. go upstairs. I forgot your change. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be here when you, when you want it. No, I can. All the bacon. This was all the bacon they had. That's what I asked for. I sit down my plate. Thank you. Oh, avocado. <laughs> nice crusty, like sourdough bread with avocado. Mm. On there. Mm, nice crusty. Bacon's a bit, you know, floppy. So I'm just balling it all up. And <laughs> I cook it longer. Okay. Well, for the three, three eggs are good. Well, reason you can dip your toast into it. It's nice. Mm-hmm. It's a nice, mm-hmm. simple breakfast. <laughs> you didn't ask for gluten free toast, they probably have it in the court city. <laughs> it is the court city. It is the court city. Uh, okay, well. Oh, we should get going. Yep. I assume during breakfast I will be casting um, water breathing on just all of us, why not? And I will be changing into a fancy dress too and doing my hair and everything. Like one of the ones that, that you got from the queen, from Elspeth's? Because that, that was what you got, I thought. She got, I can't remember, she got even a red one and something else, I can't remember. She got a couple. No, I would change into the one I bought for my performance in Highmont. Very showy. Yep. Mm-hmm. Going loud and proud. Very showy, very nice. Okay. I'm trying to remember bitches. fancy oh. armor too. Since I've got fancy armor, I might as well use it. At least temporarily. Mm-hmm. I look good. You look good. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, what do you guys want to do? Well, let's see. It, it, it is like, it, like maybe nine a.m. right now. Yes, we've got some time. I think we first need to figure out how to get this into. This place is fucking huge. So yeah. Let's last your best time. Marcus wasn't downstairs, but another gentleman was. So. Did he seem cohesive? They and got our breakfast. Yeah, I think he would be, no, no, we can just ask him. I suppose we can just go down and ask, ask him. Anyone on the ask. street, too. Yeah, that's true, it depends. Barkeeps tend to know things, as far as I'm aware. Well, we ain't find anything out up here, so. Yep. Let's get We're gonna go downstairs. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. You guys head downstairs, and you're headed out the door. Well, do we see Marcus? Is he around? You do not see Marcus. You see a couple patrons here having breakfast, most of them with the same bleary-eyed look that you two have right now. It seems to be a, a common thing. The drinks are, are good and expensive, mm-hmm. but people, and people come here have money, whether they be aristocrats and nobles or people like yourselves who have found money. Okay, to the Parks and Rec 
reference. I imagine last night became very much like when they have snake juice. Snake alone. Yeah, yeah I was run. Yeah. <laughs> I was just happy you had a few. <laughs> <laughs> right? Now you don't see Marcus, just a few patrons, and we'll just call them sleepy. Or dopey. You want to change? No. You keep, you, keep it. you keep the four gold. Alright, I'll be here if you want. Buy a more comfortable bed with her. Okay. So step one, we have to get to where? What's that place called? Vista. 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 Yes. And that's not invite only? We can just waltz in there? I doubt it's waltz in. I think it's waltz ah, in. Okay. Well, I got almost 500 platinum walking around money. 498, so... Well, that should be enough. All right. Yep. Mm-hmm. Sir, which way to the Celestial Vista? Oh. Just yeah, up. Tippy, tippy, top, top. Perfect, perfect. Okay, cameras. Big glass, big glass down. Very, very tall. He's driving, we'll probably miss it. Thank you. <laughs> big glass down. Very, very tall. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh. <laughs> I'm just gonna walk Let's out go. the door. Go. <laughs> I guess we just try to go tippy tippy top and just see where people are going. Let's do it. Well, it seems like a place to start. <laughs> How fun. fun. That's pretty good. Way. Walk out. <laughs> Hop on. You guys are heading up, up. You guys are already fairly high up right now. So really, this is less of a sh- sh- more of just a. So you go on a little bit. You kind of turn. And you see. Well, there's the top. You elevated yourself up. Now, what you see here are a lot of blimps and hotter balloons already hard at work. Those gondolas uh, um, doing their work. Also, you see three things that you hadn't seen the previous day, just the time that you had been here. You see these great steel cables, big, thick, like person thick steel cables, like braided, coming down from various spots in this central plateau where you guys are heading toward now. They kind of droop down. And the, even as you're flying here, and the snow, thankfully, has stopped. There's some few flights coming down, but the wind has died down, though it's still quite chilly. It's, it's like middle of January. You guys are heading up in higher and higher and higher. Haven't bought nice clothes. You're actually wearing very revealing clothes right now, so... I will also be wearing my cloak. Okay. Now, I, I'm just saying, in general, you're all pretty cold. You're probably not so much. I will throw my big wolf, wolfy one on you as well, if you're going to be half naked this morning. <laughs> First time we have naked. That's, yeah. that's true. You're not wrong. The <laughs> wolf cloak pretty much encapsulates you. You're like, yes. You're the Naraku. Naraku. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty much what it would be. Yeah. <laughs> familiar with, with, with Inuyasha? Yes. Yeah. Naraku. Naraku was the, the, oh, the, the yeah, baboon. Like, 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 completely baboo. wrapped up. Like, totally wrapped up. Just like, yeah. Um, but even up, up this high here, you see some griffins and hippogriffs or else flying around. You see some balloons and people that are securing um, chains and just winches, and they're holding. You see some of those one, two of these big, you know, 
20-foot diameter metal rings. The balloon is giving it lock, but then they have these chains that they affix to the buildings and whatever else to hold. So there's two like this and two look like this that hold it in place so it can't spin. You see that there's a side that's green ring and a side that's a red ring. Mm -hmm. Denoting go this way, not this way. It has to be the correct direction. Um, but the thing I was mentioning is you hear this sound like an enormous mechanical winch being turned. And then you look and you see these, as I was saying, big around metal corded rope that goes down from like the central plateau quite high up, like two thirds, maybe three quarters of the way up. There's three of them. One coming this way, one coming that way, and one coming this way. Come they droop down, but then they're becoming more taut. Kind of kind of like a cord that you see there, and kind of having a U shape, but if mm -hmm. you hold on both sides, it mm -hmm. become taut. Mm -hmm. And at the very bottom there, as you can see, you know, earth manipulation maneuvers, the things you can see around a tower here, you're kind of flying between towers, very, very bizarre sensation in this place. You see there's a big fucking blimp on the ground there. Actually, it's not a blimp. It, it looks like, like, a, like a blimp, like a barge. There's mm -hmm. three hot air balloons to it at different heights. Mm -hmm. So the one here is like yay tall, the next one's yay tall, and the next one is yay tall. And people are just boarding it in droves. Not all rich aristocratic. This is this is going from the lowest level of the Dura Quarter or Tabix Landing or the Memphis Plateau up to the Central Plateau. Mm -hmm. This seems to be essentially their version of a mass transit. Mm -hmm. And as they pull it, and the rope, steel rope, grows taut. You see that everyone comes up, they close up things, and then the platform that the um, blimp is on, or I'll call it a blimp, but again, it's three distinct hot air balloons, the platform lifts up as well. So now the blimp is not flattening around, it's like this. And now it makes sense why the balloons were different heights when it's flat, because when it's raised up, mm -hmm. now the balloons are all the same height. Makes mm. sense how yep. it works. Mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. All the same height. Um, you see each balloon has house orion, you know, or house Clarand are very, mm -hmm. very proudly printed on like these are their works and house Caneth is also on there for the mechanisms and, and magical implements to this thing as well. Mm -hmm. The rings that are around the bottom of these three blimps and these big steel cables begin to be cranked. The clicking sound is almost deafening as you're reaching upwards now you're kind of where it's going to eventually come you can see it coming toward you then there's also a big <laughs> look down and behind the blimp there's an arcane symbol that's appeared and wind and fire seems to be blasting from it so it's combining magic and fire and wind and this to essentially now it's going from like a very slow what could take like an hour to winch it up now it's like making a pretty good pace comes up, reaches a platform that then locks into place and drops. Okay, just come out and drill. This is not fantastic to, to do that. Okay? This is their commute to work. There's probably 200 people on this giant barge and there's three of them. And once it does, does that, empty, people come on, much less going down now, come up and then go down and then it just restarts the whole thing.
Mm. So that's kind of a weird, crazy mass transit way of getting people from down there to up up here. Mm-hmm. But it only goes at certain times of the day. You can Trains are running. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You guys, though, fly your way up saying, fuck that shit. <laughs> fuck, fuck stairs. We have, we have not been on stairs once since we've been in the city. <laughs> you know how many stairs are in the court city? Ah. We ain't ever going to find out. Nope. nope. <laughs> Just come up. And you come to the very big top to the man. point where the air is starting to get thin and it's very cold. Even with the the his big thing, it's pretty chilly. You're finding yourself Morocco going real good, mm-hmm. keeping yourself. You're kind of going just to keep that like goes out, oh, to keep yourself warm. You're even getting a bit chilly yourself. Not cold. Yeah. Will power it away. Yeah. Just you come to the very, very literally. The tippy top here, oh and you see a big yeah, it's insane. We're like talking clouds here, pretty much. And mm-hmm. you see a golden balcony that goes all the way around and shooting right up past you is a Pegasus that lands, and a an, an armored figure hops off, hands the reins to somebody else, and they they go some exchange of you know coin and whatever else and he goes and brings this steed to a stable and then uh, there's a, a hot air balloon that just you know like a two-personer comes over and and drops and and mm-hmm. then two people come up I guess three because one person's drive driving it so people are definitely coming to this place very well dressed folk mm-hmm. some adventure types like yourself as well you guys just see this it seems like anywhere around this fairly large um golden balcony around mm-hmm. you can go no one's gonna stop you there are guards plenty of guards put her down whatever else and then there's a big glass dome there as well and you can see the balcony is maybe 15 feet mm-hmm. wide at, at any point with some offshoots you know you know ships or whatever to to dock but the big glass dome you can see directly into it it's got golden metal glasswork like a like a cage that has glass in, in between all the panes and there's a big circular bar in the center and circular t- tables with white tablecloths all over the place everybody that's already in there is dressed to the nines maybe even the, the tens um, there's bartenders and this isn't just like one Marcus doing all the drinks there are bartenders galore in there there are servants there are pastries there's breakfast there is there's servants here you went from what you were used to at Heimat to the city to a place that's like, okay, this place is geared t- toward us, cool, mm-hmm. to a place that's comfy, very jarring for what at least most of you are mm-hmm. used to. You see all this as you are actually above it at the moment in time on your flying carpet. What do you do? I don't think I'm pretty enough to mingle with these folks. <laughs> you don't mingle. You're my bodyguard. So I can get like food and stuff. I'll feed it to you. Yes. I won't feed it to you, but I will give you food and liquor. Okay. Yeah, that's more like an ask kind of thing for her. All right. Well, hired hand. Okay, I can go with that. Let's put her down and get on inside, because I'm freezing. Yeah, it's cold out here. And as we're like five feet off the ground, I'm going to go, well, hope you're quick on your feet. <laughs> 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 Strap it on your back. Yeah, you get some rope. You just wrap around it two mm-hmm. spots and sling it on your neck. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Break the rope. 
somebody comes over and they were look like they're about to offer to take your whatever, then like, ah, per- per- perfectly fine. <laughs> um, there is, yeah. So one of these one of these people with a silver and gold um, sash on them comes up and says, "Welcome to the Celestial Vista." Thank you very much, sir. And I will whip off the cloak and toss it back at you. He looks at you. Kind of just, you know, very, very quick up and down. His face is not going, about that. He just does a, a quick up and down. I'm sorry. Um, the entrance fee to the Vista? During the race of eight wins, is twenty-five gold. He almost seems apologetic, like he assumed you'd know that. In fact, you didn't. He's like, "Oh, sorry, I need to mention this to you." So sorry, we're from out of town. I completely I apologize. Forgot. I don't know. Even just have to wear this sash I'm wearing. I'm going to step forward and pay him in platinum and gold, mm-hmm. and say the fact that you even brought this business up out in the cold when my lady was not inside is barbaric. Well, now we can all enjoy the warmth and comforts of the inside. Mm. Please, follow me. Calms around, side, big glass doors. Everything here is glass except for the big metal, you know, rivulets that mm-hmm. make sure it's not all glass. Um, but each pane is like 10, 15 feet across and sometimes 30 feet up as they come into a peak. Perfectly clear, not stained glass we used to, but perfectly clear, translucent glass with a bit of fogging around the edges, strangely enough. Mm-hmm. And arcane runes that you can see etched on the inside. Once you guys walk in, it's the inside there's arcane runes around them. You walk in, and the sound that you couldn't hear outside, the, the wind, when you're this high up, is always going to be wind. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You still hear. Once the doors close, bringing the wind, some, some snow flurries in. Mm-hmm. It just dies down outside, and you immediately greet it with a cacophony of sound. Like, you should have heard it while you're outside, but you didn't. Only now you're inside, blasting of sound. It seems like these people, uh, they, they live for this. The, to them, the, the race of eight winds starts promptly when they get, get here. and doesn't end until they say it ends, because all these royals are schmoozing. They already have cocktails in hand and, and you know, toast with avocado. You ordered the right thing, clearly. Mm-hmm. Cool. <laughs> avocado <laughs> toast. You all right. for, the, for the griffin again, I swear. <laughs> and there's some of you, this big old mustache old man, and his things are flying. I swear, you're only going to make money for some story. How to play the most difficult best. Most difficult the best are the ones that you're going to win the most. Like, I understand how the math works. I'm not an idiot. In fact, I think you're the idiot. And there's a bunch of this smattering and chattering. Servants immediately come up and offer to take your coats. Do you have any coats I can take? I will give the billowing one. Sir? Sir? I'll give whatever. If I had a cloak, I don't know if I had one. But I assume I must have had something warm. Thank you very much. <coughs> mm-hmm. Takes it to, to the coat room, or right there, pretty much where you are. Just hang it up there, very nicely. Press the digitation. Seriously, making it all look all nice for mm-hmm. you guys. Dry, dry cleaning, magical dry cleaning immediately mm-hmm. for y'all. Mm-hmm. As a guy who took your who took your gold initially says, "The celestial vista is yours to do with as you see fit." Thank you, you very are. much, sir. Of course, the bar. 
will serve, serve all manner of drink and food to you if you are so interested. If you're interested in placing a bet or, or seeing the current statistics, that section over there. You look over that section, and indeed, that is the most popular section right now. There are people with tape tables there, and they have papers, and they have stats, and they have all these things, and people are arguing over this. Like, I remember, he should have won that. It was, it was a tie, it was a tie. It's like, you're arguing something that happened 10 months ago, fool. It's not going to change now. Constant <laughs> chatter and talk happening here, but that seems to be where the action is. If you want to know anything about stats, if you want to place a bet, it seems like that whole section is where that would happen. Everybody else here uh, either hasn't yet or will or isn't and they're just here for the show and the schmoozing. You're not really sure. It's quite bombarding to you. Mm-hmm. If I walk towards the betting section, can I pick up um, what other people are betting? How much? Um, I would say you probably have to linger there for five minutes or so. So if you want to linger around, so what are you going to do to set yourself up in a state where you could linger? There's, most of the tables in that area are pretty populated, but not all of them. You I will go them. get drinks. One benefit of you guys being here two hours before the race starts, and most people are here probably like an hour and a half before us. So you guys got here just before it gets super hot, and so there are definitely seats mm-hmm. to, to take if you like. Yeah, I would go get us drinks and then find a seat. Okay. Do we see a tiefling around? A red tiefling? Is she red? I think she was red. With a tail. Can you hear through icky or sticky when you do the sense thing, or is it just vision? I can hear through icky, can't I? You can choose one or the other, and you can yep. switch using the action, I believe, between the I think two that sounds about right. senses. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so I doesn't know if like we wanted to. I don't know if you were looking to eavesdrop on what people were betting or if you were just, no, just, oh, get, a just get a sense. sense. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That we would like to know maybe what the lady bets. Mm-hmm. If we can. So they have fine wines and ales and, and assorted other drinks. They also have coffee and, and tea and sparkling water. Yeah, sparkling water, but believe it or not, if you're into such things. They also have food, a menu that even for this this early at time they have things like like baked loin with pork with gravy pork chops and curds barbecued tiger fish smoked trout roast stag in in, in antler sauce um they have all the works right now and the smells coming from the the, the kitchen here are fine the kitchen you can tell is beneath because it's still seem to come up through vents that also helps warm this place mm. and give that amazing scent which helps that people are like i'll get that antler shirt <laughs> I think two cups of tea and mm-hmm. alcohol. Actually, I will take a tea. Mm-hmm. You okay? Yeah. You do. You do it okay, everyone? I'm, I'm fine. Okay. Three cups of tea. But that that will be two silver apiece. Okay. We'll slap that down. So two for six, right? Total. Cool. Yes. Slap down with gold. Okay. Here you go. He like almost mad, almost magically just goes biscuits gone off the table. Oh, never mind. <laughs> oh, I thought you were filling the tea. Never mind. Okay. No, he just grabs it from there, and he gives you a selection of of, of teas. You can choose whatever you want: peppermint, Earl Grey, lemongrass, goblin shit. All have Earl Grey. I'm gonna have a London Fog. Okay. Mm-hmm. Three London Fogs he makes. That works. Does it all for you? 
and he puts them on a platter and he brings them over to your table, which you guys have appropriated over there as Annie made this order. Can I have a name, please? Anaxoria Ahura. Anaxoria Ahura. Thank you. He places it there. Puts the tea out to you two and one in front of you. It says nothing as he leaves. Back to the bar. What did you do to it? What do you mean? That's the one in fog. Oh, uh, so it's just Earl Grey tea with a splash of vanilla and a splash of cream. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Mm, yes. That'll do. Pink yet. <laughs> so drinking your tea. Go ahead and make, I suppose all of you really can make um, perception checks. Since you are all spontaneously listening in on this. Roll <laughs> a three. I don't want to fight with him. <laughs> hey, can I get a new partner? <laughs> okay, you're the pretty fart now. You're his, his fighting partner. Sounds perfect, because I got an 18. Yeah, fuck me. 13. 13. Um, I would say, just based on you having the highest, um, you from five minutes of sitting, you guys sipping your tea, having small chat, but mostly you're listening in. Um, people here tend to be betting all mm-hmm. across the board. Um, the betting goes anywhere from 50 gold, seems to be the minimum someone will even, even think about. And that will usually be on like the owl or the gargoyle, so sort of thing. You can see the standings are on, like, you know, a thing right there showing very clearly stats in the standings. I can show you guys if you want to, but I think I did enough. Um, but some of the bets go upwards of 5,000. Um, the largest that you say you heard is 5,555. And somebody. Gold or platinum? Um, gold. Oh, okay. platinum. That's what I just wanted to be clear. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, when that bet is placed, the um, person taking the money, the bookie, actually does cock a slight, slight eyebrow and says, 5,555. Ah, this must be for the Marquis de Deneth. And the uh, um, guy here says, it is indeed the same bet he makes every month. Of course. And that that would be for... And he says, the eagle, for the eagle, for the marquee, thank you very much, takes that gold, gives him a slip of paper, and moves on. If you guys didn't know, um, Deneth is indeed um, one of the names. The De Deneth, funny that that name is hard for me to say because of it's me, but um, that wasn't a stutter. That's actually very deliberately Marquis Brevin de Deneth. Not sure what it means, but it was specific. D E apostrophe Deneth. D apostrophe Deneth. Okay, gotcha. Yep. And as that person walks um, away, the person that did that seemed to just be a servant. Um, you see a figure that looks like this gentleman here sitting there. Fully aplomb and regalia and whatnot else, twirling a bit bit of a mustache and speaking in hushed tones to a half elven figure here, that you wouldn't you know necessarily mark for anything special, but he has the same mark on Eklund's the back of Eklund's hand, 
on his forehead. That's the tattooing you see there. Mm-hmm. That is actually the same mark that's on Eklund's, the back of his hand. Arger. It's a dragon mark. It's a dragon mark. Exactly. He's a Madani. Now, you don't know the name, obviously, here, mm-hmm. but you do. You, you can suss out with an 18. You can see that mark. It's quite obvious, and that's clearly a Madani of some sort. And if you're assuming um, the guy placed a bet for a Marquis of family Deneth, you see that. That's the largest bet that you you hear. I think I'm going to wait until she arrives to hear what she bets, and then... I think that would be wise. Mm-hmm. Okay. Another hour or so goes by. Yeah. Do you guys want to do anything else to, during the hour? Do you want food? Do you want drink? You just ate. Um, tea is cheap, so I'm not, I'm not gonna nickel and dime you. If you're gonna keep ordering tea, I won't nickel and dime you. If you start ordering nice, nice drinks, I will uh, happily tell you how much it, it costs. I'll stick with tea. Mm-hmm. I don't want my constitution to be shook. Yep. At least for now. Makes yep. sense. I will be like cracking jokes to these two and having them stay at the table while I walk around and look at things too. So mm-hmm. I know I've been seen at least in the room. Yeah, um, make a general charisma check, please. Just to see how good you are at just putting out your general The things you can do without even a word. 17. 17, mm-hmm. that's, that's good. People are definitely noticing you, especially you have a unique look to you even without the clothes. The clothes are definitely unique. Fortunately, the heat here is plenty. It's very warm. That's why mm-hmm. there's a coat thing because many people just drop off their coat here. It's like, how the fuck can it be swarm up here? Oh, that's right. Magical city shit, man. Mm-hmm. But the smells of food are fucking getting to you guys almost. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. that breakfast was good, but man, are there vents in the ground keeping it warm? Because it smells amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I imagine that's how they get you there. Um, the bedding becomes more fervorous, and you indeed see these two here begin. Uh, this guy here is a pretty, as he looks there, a pretty stoic Faced him, but doesn't stop him from pulling out a stack of platinum mm-hmm. and stacking it up in front and pushing it across. And this guy, you 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 hear a lot. <laughs> Confident, are we now? Confident, Trelib. And he pulls out an equal amount of plat platinum, pushes it across, and goes. Whoosh. And um, Trelib apparently says, calling over one of you. Bookies who come over, and you see their side betting happen too. He put a bet against the race itself, and now they're betting something against each against each other. And a bookie comes over and marks it down mm-hmm. to make sure things all stay kosher. All. So, so a lot of betting happening here. A lot of food and drinks being poured. Um, people are definitely noticing you. In fact, you, do you walk past these two? Yes, I will. Okay. Um, this one here gives you a very very astute look um, his eyes flick up up and down very very quick and with that perception roll you made previously I'll, I'll, I'll just say that you definitely noticed that even though the look was very very quick it was he was very much detecting every single facet about you I will wink at him no reaction Mm-hmm. On the other hand, don't need one. This fellow here <laughs> gives, you, you. <laughs> gives you a look that's up and down, but much slower, much more like oh, I would say a much less astute look. And when you <laughs> wink at the other guy, he goes, "Ooh, I like I like what I see, Trub. How about you?" He does have a slight smirk. 
So I will she is examined, if nothing else. Sure. I will then continue my promenade. Okay. Things As you are almost reaching back to your um, friends, whether or not you're going to stay there or continue meandering around or getting a drink or some something, the doors open. The doors were opening and closing this whole time. Um, you do see a tiefling walk in. She walks in quickly. She has a big black cloak and hood on, and there's two other tieflings with her, all white tails kind of flicking underneath the... Um, big white um, black shroud. Mm-hmm. She pulls it down, t- takes it off, and goes, ah, oh, the ride here is just miserable, isn't it? And you see this great raven that you kind of like look off the glass, you can see all the steeds. There's a great raven there with a another white-skinned tiefling atop it that is just hanging out there in the cold. Um... She takes off the thing, hands it to the courier, maybe before he, he, he even say anything. Oh, and the, the other two pull down theirs and give them as well, all dressed aristocratically, but you imagine those two are very much what you two are to this person. Um, mm-hmm. And you hear this gentleman here say, Ah, Lady Celeria, you grace us with your presence, finally. This tiefling is quite young. It's hard to tell her, her, her exact age, but she's quite young. And she, she c- comes over at, at, at their table, where their guards are around them, but there's still, still two open seats. Pulls one over and plops down on it very casually. Her black boots up. Very, very poofy, like purple um, 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 robe here with like, like the tight cuffs here, though. Mm-hmm. <sighs> and goes, well, well, well. Who would have thought that you two reps guys would be here so, so soon? Placing bets without me? We can't have that now, can we? Seeing the, the pile of a platinum. What are, what, what does the bets? What does the bets? And they begin, well, this, this one here says that the owl will make it, but I swear. He's a damn fool. Everyone votes for bets on the owl. And she goes, well, I'll match you that then. And pulls out coin that they begin talking a little bit quieter, people and all that stuff. Um, but the form of the figure that you see, sitting almost exactly like this in a chair, is this right here. Lady Slyria, entertain. Oh, I thought she was red. Yep. She's white. So they begin chatting amongst themselves. She leaves her platinum there on the take on the table they all push it to the center you tell there's a there's about you know 15 platinum there a piece mm-hmm. so she probably pushes it forward and says take notes as you do not want these thieves to take my gold <laughs> she stands up and walks away from these two, two dragon marked folk over to a nice couch looking over a section and there's a little white or, or, or red velvet rope that seems to have been blocking it off Mm. And she just walks over and does a little hop step over it. Her guards unhook it to walk through themselves and then hook it back up. She sits down. And now her side and profile, but mostly her, her back is toward you. Now big donut for Ross right there. You're saying about well, this part of her does this and a bucket of ice and champagne is there. The usual, my lady, the same person that had served you. 
Cross, cross, pour it now. The show's just ab- about to begin. There's like four five minutes left before it should start at least. Mm-hmm. There's people telling the time frequently. Gives not enough attention if you need people to you know, look. It'll do. Fill it up. Go all the way to the top, and she tosses a few platinum to him casually, three coins. Ding, 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 ding. He scoops those up. Thank you, madam. And makes his departure. As she's sipping on her her champagne, her two bodyguards there, but she's talking to them very casually, too. Oh, when you, yeah, no. you just see her mouth kind of moving. much noise where you guys are now now that she's talking to people much closer you definitely get the impression that there is a bit of showmanship there as well the first people that she goes to are obviously powerful powerful people she has a section all to herself she throws platinum she makes enough of a sign that will do mm-hmm. um, you guys watch all of that unfold mm-hmm. we'll probably end right there then Seems like a good spot. Yep. Oh. We will. You'll start next time with Caleb. you officially uh, doing something. <laughs> we'll definitely get to the race and the <laughs> gladiatorial matches next time. One hundred percent. Shopping takes some time. Shopping and. Well, there's. I was like, there's a lot to learn about this city too. That like it yeah. takes time for us to learn that information, even though in the real world it was like, yeah, that was thirty minutes, but for some reason it took us an hour and a half. I know. Yeah. It's almost like Josh had to prepare a lot of stuff. I know. Mm-hmm. I try, try to like skip the path. Like, let's not art repeat this. But then in the end, it's like, man, it, it, you can only dry give so much information before mm-hmm. it's completely. Yeah. Right. Good. The information is only as prevalent as you ask for it. Oh, that's cool. Well, that's the thing I'm enjoying it. It's just like. He's like, we'll, we'll definitely get to it next time. But it's like, yeah, but this was our own fault for asking all our questions and our little plans and our little... Yeah. Just asking all the questions. All the questions. Our shopping. No our wheeling and dealing. Yeah, I mean, the shopping was important, too. Right that mm-hmm. that wasn't just fluff. Because you guys, you sold something very, very worthy. And you guys yeah. uh, met some, some somebody. Oh, by the way, that in and of itself is a good thing, thing too. What? Oh, the, um... Give you a gem. Selling the hammer. Probably. Selling something like that, that and powerful. making such a large purchase, this can be ceremonial. Yeah. You're fine. Keep it with you. You can keep it in your bag if you no, want. No, that's fine. Um, but remember that you have one, and she has one. Again, yeah, things that you give you names. Yeah, well, let's do that. You guys can... I mean, it's, it, it's a communal thing. Yeah. I'm keeping track of things that... Mm-hmm. Are making known and doing something like that, even though, even though that wasn't your intention, Leo. Yeah, that was a big thing. People don't, don't, people okay. don't usually sell things for thirty-five thousand gold mm-hmm. in a place and then buy even more than that. Yeah, so, that's true. Let alone after I looted the corpse of a giant that she killed, an ash yeah. mm-hmm. and the identification right. ide- identifies it as being from where you say. You know? mm-hmm. So there's a lot. You're making names for yourself, just doing things that you probably didn't even think that you were doing. Yeah, good job. I like it. I like it. Want to stop that, Steven, when you have a chance? Oh, yeah, of course. Thank you very much.